Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And now, it's show time! Your attention, please. One show for you to see. One for you and everyone. Oh, look at all the people. Pay attention, it's show time. I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Aloha. Come to the Tiki Room. Get your expialidocious tickets right here. Hello and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This is episode 317 for the week of January 30th, 2020. Yes, still 2020, folks. <laughs> and it's so clear. Yes, it is. So, have you guys spent a lot of time still using Disney Plus at all? We did. I mean, it kind of rose in spurts. Of course, this is we don't have the kids, but this is we'll take a day or something and just watch a few movies and the documentaries and stuff we watch. So, yeah, I mean, I'd probably use it four times, four, four days a week at least. Oh, it's, wow. It's, I mean,. I got my youngest hooked on Rescue Rangers, and you know I'll pick a movie here, or there, and you know I might start it here and then download it on my phone and finish it at lunch at work or something. And um, you know between that and my oldest is addicted to Star Wars, so yeah, we we use it quite a bit. Yeah, we don't use it that often enough. We did over the weekend. We watched. Uh, we had the kids watch. Uh... Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and mm-hmm. um, Connor liked it a lot. So you know, you know, trying to get them to watch some of the older things. But my kids aren't big fans of watching movies at all. They like yeah. to watch. They they have like no attention span when it comes to it. Like they like the Forky shorts, and I think they're awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those things are terrible. They're I'm, awful. I'm trash. <laughs> yeah, it's just like he was fine in the movie, but in the shorts, it's just it doesn't work for me. It's not as good. Yeah, but I know they just announced that there's going to some there's going to be a bull peep short that's coming out. Yeah, I, I did that. see that. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be good. Uh, you know, first I think, which is yeah. So the the Mandalorian was excellent. You know, I'm looking forward to some new content, the Marvel stuff that's coming out. But it's not like one of those things where like I I bought the three years. I did three years for it. So. Like, if I was doing, I, I would tell you, like, if I, chances are, if I had got it for The Mandalorian, I probably would have stopped paying for it for a while until they had some more content. Just because right now I'm catching up on so many things that we have, that Sharon and I are backed up on, that yep. I would have been losing out on money. So, uh, but I'm, I'm okay since I paid for three years. But, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to, to the, the new con- the content that will be coming out in the next couple of years. And, of course, Obi-Wan, Mandalorian Season 2. Uh, movies, some movies that are coming out. Like, I still haven't seen Mary Poppins, the new Mary Poppins movie. The new Aladdin oh, movie. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't watched it. Because really we want to watch it with the kids. And they just don't yeah. want to do it. 
I slept through it on the cruise. Did you? <laughs> My wife wanted to go see it, and I went in there. And as soon as I sat down, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to make it through this." Uh, like, like yeah. we want to watch Lady and the Tramp, but the kids weren't in the mood for it, and Aladdin, just, same thing. We finally uh, we sat down and watched uh, a new um, Lady and the Tramp, and yeah, it's cute, but it's not original. Right. ones that like we all kind of loved and the dogs were cute and I give it that but you know it's just again it's just another it's just remake and now they're, they're talking about a Peter Pan one now too yep. which yeah. I mean how many Peter Pan movies <laughs> do we need exactly I mean, and we all loved Noel, the Christmas movie. We all yeah. loved that. We thought that was great. That the, was good. And the funny thing about that was that uh, that was supposed to come out in the theaters a couple of years ago. That movie is like two years old. They filmed it like... Is it really? Yeah, I think in like 2017. It was originally good supposed Noel. to be released in a the theater, but they felt that it wasn't going to be strong enough for the theaters. So they decided to hold it back for uh, Disney+. Plus. And huh. I was shocked. I was like, wow, this is really, it was really good movie. It was really well done. Because Anna, or whatever her name is, uh, the girl who started in it, she wanted to do a family movie that, uh, you know, parents and their kids could sit down and watch together. That's why yeah. she started in it. So, but it was good. We enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't see that one. I heard a lot of people talk about it, but I never got around to seeing it. Well, you can watch it later on this year. Mm, yeah, thanks. Christmas in July. It's, <laughs> it's very, very rare that I watch. Christmas outside of Elf, uh, National Lampoons, and A Christmas Story. Outside of those three, it's very rare that I watch anything Christmas related. See, I think that's the problem. Again, all these negative reviews is because you don't like Christmas. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> you might be onto something. <laughs> all right. So um, with that, let's take a break here. And we'll send it over to Steve for the news. Steve, take it away. Hi. Steve from Disney Diary here. This is What's News. The music for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at both Disneyland and Disney World is now a Grammy-winning theme. John Williams, who composed the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Symphonic Suite, won his 25th Grammy Sunday night for the music. And while we're on the subject of Galaxy's Edge, more changes are coming to Rise of the Resistance. Those who are able to get on a boarding group, first of all, for the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance at Disney World, you'll have to look a bit more closely at the return window you will either get a one-hour or a two-hour return window. Most people have been getting two hours uh, since the start of the opening of the ride, but now, at some points, some people are getting one hour. How it's determined is unknown. How long it actually stays up each day, again, is unknown. If your kids have ever wanted a makeover as a pirate or mermaid at Disney World, be warned, the Pirates League will be closing its doors to the Magic Kingdom on July 27th. Prices at a number of Disney character dining buffets around Disney World have gone up. While the adult prices for the meals have only increased by $1, it's the kids' prices that have gone up 3 to 4 bucks, depending on the location. Now, if you're traveling with 2, 3, or 4 kids, that's going to have a huge impact on your plans. Animal Kingdom started off the new year with some babies. The park's first Hartman's Zebra and an Angolan black and white colobus monkey were born. The male Angolan black and white colobus monkey is named Douglas. He was born on January 15th to Mom Zahara at the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. 
I saw him this past weekend. The mom was clutching the baby over on the top uh, level of the enclosure. Very, very cute. On January 21st, a yet-to-be-named Hartman Zebra Foal was born to Mom Prima under the care of the West Savannah team. Weighing in at about 65 pounds, the foal was standing and walking within 30 minutes of birth. The zebra has not yet been to the Savannah, but it's expected to be on there soon. Let's finish up talking about what's happening in February. Guests visiting Disneyland and Disney World will have the opportunity to see scenes from the upcoming Pixar film Onward starting February 7th. The Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend takes place at Disney World February 20th through 23rd. And here are some major milestones coming for the next month. On February 7th, Pinocchio will be celebrating its 80th anniversary. On February 11th, the Tigger movie. Well, it was released 20 years ago. On February 15th, Cinderella will be celebrating its 70th anniversary. On February 23rd, the band concert. That's Mickey's first cartoon in color was released, and that will be celebrating its 85th anniversary. And finally, on February 25th, the Wide World Sports Complex was officially renamed to the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex 10 years ago in 2010. Please visit us at DisneyDiary.com for the latest news. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Diary. Now, back to the Tiki 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 Hut. We are back. I'd like to thank Steve for the news. Steve, if you did not give us the news this week, I'm sorry. Um, you'll be back next week, but no, seriously, <laughs> thank thanks, you <laughs> um, Yes, always, the thought that counts, right? We always appreciate Steve coming on and, and giving the news, so it's great. It's a great addition. Uh, so this week on the show, we're going to bring back a segment, a segment that uh, Matt and I started some point last year, and it's called the best and the worst. So this time, it's the best and the worst of the Disney transportation system. Woo woo! I'm sure there's going to be a lot of overlap here, and uh, it'll be a four-minute show. <laughs> <laughs> but none of, it, none of it works. Yeah. So we're yeah. We're just focusing on like, sort of like public transportation. We're not talking about necessarily rides or attractions per se. Mainly just uh, the transportation aspect of getting around. Um, so I figured we'll start with let's start with the worst. You know, from worst to the best. Oh, here comes the negative reviews. We're starting Uh-oh. worst. Exactly. We're negative. So um, one of the things I'm going to talk about here is that. Uh, probably a lot of people don't have the time to do because you're so focused on going to the parks. And the one thing I want to mention would be the I forget what they're called, the little sea ray, the mouser boats that they have on like Bay Lake where you can rent to the yeah. resorts. Yeah. Um, while they look a lot of fun, they are not fun. Let me just <laughs> tell you that. Because they're those things... fun or funny. <laughs> they, run, they go so slow... That, that depends on which one you get. Yeah, most of them, most of them are slow, and there's are some that it will be a little bit faster. But uh, I've done it in the past, and I much prefer to rent the pontoon boats, just because you can get a group of people on there, and it's a little bit more fun. But when you're on like the little boats like that, they're not the fastest, but it, it's fun to do. If you've never done it, I would still recommend doing it, just because the unique perspective you get on the water, and you can get close to the Magic Kingdom there and take pictures of your camera, get unique uh, spots of uh, the resort and things along those lines and see things you've never seen before. But they're not 
don't be going on those things thinking that you're going to be having a great time because they're fast. It's going to be more like a, a slow stroll, you know, like your grandma's driving the boat there, okay? It's not like uh, Mario Andretti on the water. Well, I mean, when we used to go and stay at Fort Wilderness all the time, and me and my brother would go rent them, and it, it never failed. I would get the one that you're talking about, and he would just be doing circles around me. Yeah. So, I mean, there are some out there that I think are a little bit quicker than the rest of them, but I think they've also kind of, you know, put a governor on a lot of them to keep them throttled right. back because you you get a lot of people that are trying to play chicken out there with some of the other boats, and that's just not smart to do in, in those channels and stuff. So yeah, you tell them, Carlos. <laughs> Don't be chicken. <laughs> Don't be chicken. <laughs> I've never done them, so I have no clue what you're talking about. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, because, like, that's when I think of public transportation. I didn't really consider, like, boats for renting. Um, because that's not really public if you have to rent them. So. <laughs> yeah, but it's still, it's still transportation. I mean, like a bicycle is transportation, too. But you know, have to rent those, too. What are we going to be like? Oh, whatever. I got this. I'll this do one. what I want. Awesome Schwinn at the boardwalk. I paid like $80 for two hours. It was great. Yeah. Do some sweet jumps on my ramps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So then, Keith, let's give us your worst. Um, The worst as well as the best. We're talking worst now. Okay. The same thing. It is the magical as well as... Tragical Express. <laughs> See where he's going. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when you get there, the Magical Express bus is the best bus that you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> you are so excited to I'm just so to hop excited. on with that bus. But then when you leave and you're standing at that sign and bus pulls up you are the saddest person on the face of the planet because it is taking you back home so while it's the best in some aspects it's also the worst in others yeah every time that we're standing outside the resort waiting for the bus to go back to the airport and my wife looks at me she's always like you do know it will still be here and we'll come back again. At some point. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't even think about the, the bus. That's, that's a good example of best and worst. I, that's a, that's a good one, Keith. Uh, the worst uh, for me is going to be coming out of the magic kingdom at park close and you're trying to figure out how you're going to get either back to the ticket transportation center or away from there. And you have to, after you've been on your feet all day, you've got to go stand in a line either for a bus or the monorail or the ferry boat. And they do move fairly quickly and efficiently, but you still, you have to do the, the, the shuffle and the, the standing and it's that's just the worst feeling is I'm tired I want to go home but yet now I've got to wait for half an hour because I got all these other people in front of me yeah I know it's I, I totally get that it's 
yeah, there's nothing worse at the end of the day, man. You're you're tired. You you just you just want to rest those feet that walked you know ten miles that day or whatever it's going to be, and just can't you just can't wait anymore. And it's just everybody's impatient, so I get it. Also, too, I think the worst part of like the busing system is is when you are praying. That there's enough room to get you <laughs> oh, onto the bus, and then you get you know the stop sign hand right when you start to cross that line. You're like, nope, we're full. Here's the next one, and I'm like, sorry, folks, the moose suffering. Should have told you <laughs> the bus is full. Exactly. <laughs> like, ha- like it's happened to me then more than once. It squashes your dreams, man. Because it it's just it does. like. The wife is standing there with, like, you know, sore feet. She's just completely done. I'm like, well, but when the next one comes, we can sit down. And she's like, I don't care. I want to care. Right. Or, or you try get and the, make it better. But it I say, or you get the reverse of that situation where you're one of the last ones that just squeezed on the bus. And, you know, you've. You've got you barely just enough room to reach up and grab one of the bars, and you got your nose stuck in somebody else's armpit because they're yeah. trying to reach up and grab the bar. And the bus driver's like, "We need you to push all the way <laughs> back." And uh-huh. I'm like, "I can't go any further, man. Yeah. I can't go." You get yelled at, "Sir, move back!" Uh, hello, I can't. There's like 18 children standing behind me. And strollers we everywhere. This. We yeah. gotta get five more people on here. Right. No, it's not happening. Uh, next on my list, I'm going to mention minivans. Now, for some people, this would be the best way of transportation. For me, the reason I put it at the worst is just because of the cost of it. When I did it the first time when we did it, it was like 20, 25 bucks. I'm like, okay, you know, it's a, it's a little high, but you know, it's worth it. It's convenient. You know, it's safe. It's Disney. But now when you're talking, you're looking at $45. I think it's like average is like the average bill is like $43 or something like that. Oh, for, wow, it is? Yeah, it's ridiculously high. Because yeah. um, I think it's a $25 charge just to start. And, uh, you know, you you could have a 10-minute ride and it's going to cost you 45 bucks. And for me, man, I, for me, just if I'm going to go from, let's say I'm staying at the Wilderness Lodge and I want to go to the Polynesia because I'm running late. So you're looking at it. You're probably looking at about 35 bucks, 30 to 35 bucks just for you to get to the Polynesian. I just don't, I don't see how anybody in the world could justify that cost. All right. Maybe you have kids and you know, the, the car seat is there. Um, I understand it, but when I see people online talking, they'll do it two times a day. You know, they'll do it five, 10 times a trip. Wow. That's like, rental car costs right there right and it's just i it's just like i value my money a little bit more i'm a little i it just for me to just i can't justify spending 45 bucks because that 45 bucks for for at least for us and, and the, the, everybody's different i mean i understand the people who, who who don't mind spending that money but like 45 bucks man that's almost a night out for dinner for us you know for family that's like four. six or eight a dole whip floats right exactly <laughs> My mind, that's how my mind thinks. It's like, all right, so if I don't spend the 45, if I just go with Uber, you're looking at like maybe 15, 20, whatever. Right. You know, so I have an extra 20 bucks in my pocket that I can buy everybody a Dole Whip. Yeah. That's how I think. Only way that we would use that service is probably like if we had like 
a fancy uh, like dinner reservation. Um, we get all you know, like Columbia <laughs> Harbor House. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, did you get the like spiffied up and you don't want you know to sweat like standing in a bus line and stuff right i i could see spending it like you've all it's ready said that you're spending you know like two or three hundred dollars for dinner so what's an extra 30 for right. you know ac like bus ride over there but yeah the the cost is just is not worth it for me when like a bus is you know you're standing there for maybe like 20 minutes or so but i just don't see the the cost in it yeah i've never used them um i don't know if it's something i would use on a regular basis like keith said going back to when we did victoria and alberts it would have been really nice to be able to do that for the ride from Fort Wilderness over to uh, uh, Grand Floridian versus, you know, being in a suit and tie and then going to get on a boat to get off in front of Magic Kingdom and then get on a monorail, right? you know, over to the Grand Floridian. It was not exactly um, cool standing outside waiting for the monorail in a suit and tie. So right. uh, that, that would have definitely come in handy. But like both of you said, it's, not something that I can feasibly use unless it's uh, a dire emergency or something like that. Who else has got a worst? I think uh, another worst uh, would be if you are stuck in a bendy part of like a bendy bus. That's actually really cool. to ride. I I love standing in the middle of it. Do you? Yeah. I've never done it. But you're like, you are constantly like shifting weight and it's like, you know, calves are tired and your shins are like on fire from walking. Matt runs marathons. 18 His miles a day. He's well, okay. For normal folks. <laughs> to try and not like fall against the bendy part. Because, well, if you're as big as I am, you're afraid that you're just going to go like right <laughs> through it and tuck and roll like someplace on I-4 but it's a bad like feeling to like shift your weight and always be like aware of uh, which way it's turning and and stuff like that now the one thing that I was thinking about for and you guys might be able to answer this because I'm not exactly sure if this is a worst or not with the new system, the, the Skyliner, whenever you get the Florida storms that roll in, do they shut that down? Yeah, they will shut down. What they do is they really haven't had that shut down much because of that yet because it's the time of year. Right. What will happen is is that uh, they'll shut down, but they'll, they won't take any new passengers, but they'll let the people that are currently on there f- go to their destination. So I guess... And like you said, it hasn't happened yet, so I'm not sure. We'll wait to see the the drawback and, and, and everything. But now that they're not exactly running buses from the resorts that have the Skyliner to Epcot and Studios, 
how quick are they going to be able to resolve that? So, okay, you're standing in line for the Skyliner. Oh, the storm blows in. Sorry, we're shut down. You got to go get back to the front of the resort and stand and wait for a bus that's not running, but once every was it every hour every now hour. they'll redirect other buses to go to that resort or to the uh, the Skyliner at that point. You know, so probably yeah. take it. They'll take them away from going to. You know, I don't know, Wilderness Lodge or something like that, or one of the other value wherever wherever there's buses close enough to it, they'll just dispatch them over to there. Yeah, but we we know how how that works, and they have yes, to dispatch. And so, well, I, yeah, I'll I'll hold my judgment. I'll say it's it seems like it's going to be a worse, but I'll, I'll wait to to see when that's actually implemented and right. put into play plan and, and how quick they can you know get that resolved or whatever. But that's that was just one thing that was in my head. I was like, it just doesn't seem like a good design especially with as many storms you have rolled through there so the last thing on my worst list i'm going to mention would be it's going to be the friendship boats there's only the friendship boats when it's very hot and humid out just because especially when you're sitting on the outside there's just no air movement in those things it's fun to be on the boat but it's just you get no air movement inside even with all the windows open but when that thing is packed man it's just, just no air flowing around yeah yeah, and it's funny because you can you're on the water and you're looking around like, oh, the trees are blowing. There's got to be wind yeah. around here somewhere, <laughs> but it's not coming in here. Nope, not at all. Anybody have a worst? Uh, no, I think I'm good yep. with worst. All right, so we got the negative stuff behind us. Now we'll go to the positive stuff. Matt, what do you got for positive stuff? The best. Uh, well, for me, the best is just the experience of getting to ride in the different types of transportation. You know, you, you have a monorail, you have the Skyliner, you have a boat if you want to do so. Um, you know, it's not something where just say, for instance, if you're in a city, you're stuck to a bus or a taxi or something, uh, or some other theme park you go to and they don't even have transportation. So, to me, that I think that's one of the things they do best is they give you multiple different ways, and most of them are fairly efficient and can move a decent amount of uh, people. So it's not too bad of a wait based on you know the conditions and everything. So I, I don't know. Uh, to me, that was just a uh, a good thing to look at was the different modes of transportation that they offer for you. That is true. I mean, as much as as we, other people, like, complain about the wait times here and there, I think just the options you have is good. And especially now that you can use the My Disney experience to, like, to see different routes and forms of transportation that you can take beforehand. Only people who were like seasoned um, guests would know, like you know. Okay, I take a boat here and then I hop on, you know, like monorail here. And but if you're a newer guest, I mean, it's kind of overwhelming. Um, so the, the technology um, has really made it better. Yeah, I mean that's true. It's the technology there has made it a lot easier where you can choose, you know, where you want to go, how fast you want to get there, you know, using the minivans and, and Uber and whatnot, ride sharing. So that does help. Um, 
one thing I did want to really talk about would be uh, when it comes to transportation is the the trolley, the Main Street trolley, and not many people probably think about that as a transportation. I have never rode that. It's me either. You got to. It, it doesn't go far. Okay, we know that it doesn't go very far at all, but. It's just a fun and unique experience that very few people do because it's only there first thing in the morning for an hour, maybe two hours each day. And it's fun because you're going, how often do you ride down Main Street? And, you know, you can get a higher level view because, you know, Matt, you're only five, four or whatever, whatever height, five, six, whatever you are, you know, on a good day. Yeah, I'm six one. <laughs> Keith, you're around there, um, so we see the same view every time we walk down Main Street. You know, unless you're going to go up above the train station, that's the only time you're really going to get a different type of view. So yeah. definitely do that. First thing in the morning, it's available. Take that ride because it's fun, it's unique, and everybody's going to enjoy it because it's not something you do all the time, and it's not something I would say do every single time you go to Disney. Do it at least once because it's fun. Like everybody, like. Like stares at you and <laughs> thinks you're something special. Exactly. <laughs> Who's like, this guy? Yeah. <laughs> Why are they special? <laughs> I don't know, Marco. <laughs> <laughs> Best, I think, which is new, <laughs> and Matt kind of talked about the potential um, problems, but his Skyliner is amazing. We did get a chance to ride it in September. Absolutely loved it. It's quick, easy. The views are fantastic. A great way to kind of get away from everything for a few minutes. Um, Skyliner is great. I'm looking forward to, to, you know, whenever I get down there next time to being able to use it. I want to see the kind of the different perspective you get from, you know, being up in in the air and everything and the different visuals from somewhere that you're not normally used to, to seeing everything. So, um, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to to getting to, to use it. And I've heard a lot of people talk about how great it is. Yeah. I can't wait till we try it because we're going to be staying at uh, the boardwalk when we go down in March. So we'll have the opportunity to do it a couple of times. So I'm looking forward to that. So, the, the next thing that I would mention about the best thing for transportation is the fact that when I go on vacation, I'm on vacation. I don't have to worry about yep. driving. I don't have to worry about, do I have gas in the car? Do I need to make another stop? You know, are the kids buckled in? I don't have to worry about any of that. Right. You know, once you get off the plane, they take care of everything. And to me, that is 100% the reason that I use the Magical Express every time and don't worry about renting a car or driving or anything like that is because I just let them handle it and I'm good to go. Right. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) My wife, she doesn't do expressway driving, which means if we go any place, it's me driving, which I'm not sure um, I'd be a great passenger anyway, um, but (laughs) it's like a cruise. It's like four days or five days that you don't have to drive, which is, it's a blessing. Right, yeah. Without a doubt. I think, oh, oh, I hit my mic. 
That's what I get for thinking. I think, historically speaking, your monorail is probably one of the best and most iconic things that you, like transportation-wise, that you, you can do. Of course, as we all know, it needs some TLC, to put it mildly. And uh, if they could put a few of those uh, those pine tree uh, <laughs> air fresheners in there or something. Um, I mean, but I mean, it's just, it's one thing that you just have to do there. There is no other parks that really should have that. So, yeah, it's not the newest or fastest but uh it's uniquely disney and it's one of the best ways to to travel around the parks yeah i agree monorail but i also put would also put monorail at, at the worst as well because when it breaks down man that thing breaks down and I've sat there for 20, 30 minutes sometimes. Well, I think 20 minutes is the most I've ever... No, actually, no. 40 minutes is the most I've ever sat there, and that was at the platform at Epcot. But I've sat uh, 20 minutes in the middle of Magic Kingdoms, uh, you know, between the Grand Ferdinand and the Magic Kingdom for 20 minutes once. So when that thing does break down, like I said, man, it breaks down, and and it's not fun. Yeah, but one of the big things I would say about the monorail other than what Keith was saying about it being iconic. Oh, it's is, iconic. There's no doubt about it. Well, the, just getting one, you get on one line and you get to go right through the middle of a resort. And then another one, you get the, the best bird's eye view of, you know, I'll, I'll say future world. I know it's not going to be future world anymore, but you know, once you go into Epcot. So that's one of the things I always look forward to is going through the contemporary and then getting that, you know the loop when you go through Epcot uh, on the monorail, right? Uh, the last thing I'm going to say for best would be uh, once again it's down to boats and it's the the boat ride from the Wilderness Lodge to the Magic Kingdom um, or taking any of the boats on, on Bay Lake. It's just especially at night, man. It's it's such a great mode of transportation. It's a great way to relax. It's a great great way to unwind and and just take in the atmosphere around you. And if the music is, is, is right, you know, you're just thinking about, like, the perfect day um, that you just had there at the Magic Kingdom. And you think back and you're like, wow, it, it's perfection. Right at this moment is perfection. And seeing the lights of the contemporary around you, the ground flaring around you. Uh, and then you roll up to the Wilderness Lodge. So it's a great mode of transportation. And that's one of the main reasons why we like staying into Wilderness Lodge. Agreed. I love the boats. I mean, it, it's... Uh... You know the views. The like you said, end of the day, it's just just relaxing, and you know it. It's just I don't know. It, it's probably my favorite part of mode of transportation that they have in there is just taking a, a boat across Bay Lake there. Yeah. All right, so that's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at KingdomStrollers.com. For the vacation experts at MousePros.com, help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check out our store at redbubble.com slash Tiki Talk Podcast. And you can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram and Twitter at Tiki Talk Pod- Pod- Podcast. I have no idea what I was going to say. <laughs> you can podcast, I think. I don't know. <laughs> 
You can also leave us a message on the Tiki Hotline, which is 256 for my Tiki. It's 256-469-8454. If you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. You can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M-I-N Disney Dream, MouseWorldVacations.com, and MousePros.com. And you can find me on fit, um, on Instagram and Twitter at Dolan Daily. I'm on Twitter at MattGoesDopey and Instagram at MHolly579. Uh, big special thanks to Steve for the news this week. I think he brought us news. Um, make sure you check out Disney Diary for all your Disney needs. Alan, we're all done, buddy. You can take it. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by KingdomStrollers.com for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.